also a lot of people like to ask us relationship questions i don't know why <clears throat> guess because we're in a relationship oh it helps them that could be why but you could ask us anything ask me about cotton candy we i'll might, give you an answer we might cut that what we might cut it what if we have a controversial take on cotton candy we're not going to put that on the internet that's true I do have a very controversial take on cotton candy, so maybe don't ask me about it. Don't ask me about that. No, don't ask me. Hello, welcome back to Show They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, buddy. It's Iceman. What's up? And if you see me twitching my eye, I have a cat hair in there, and it just won't come out. And we're dealing with it. We're dealing with we're it the best we can. This is an audio first format, so you know if it bothers you, you maybe just go listen on Google Play or does Google Play still exist? No. Look, listen to it on Spotify. That doesn't exist either. Oh shit! iTunes, iPod, they closed. iPod, podcast. They all went out of business. Please rate us on iTunes. That would be great if it was still there. Oh man, we're fucked. Yeah. All right. I guess you have to look at me twitching my eye. Anyway, we have gathered some questions from a you, and uh, we like to answer them on the show. Uh, we, you can ask us anything. These are ask us anything type. Yeah. Question oh yeah. Episodes. We didn't intro it. We, sorry, we didn't intro it. We like wow. to call this. Um, we have a. We well. We have a. First of all, huge writing team here, and we like. Yeah. We like to call this. Ask us anything. Ask us anything. Isn't that like? Yeah. You've never heard that. We thought that was cool. It was so original. We thought that was cool. Super super. So congrats, Brad. Hey, dude. Huge hat tip to Brad. Yeah, Brad, yeah, yeah. Up, Brad in the writers room. Yeah, that. the writers room is strong. Super strong. Here. So like, we have a really catchy title for the segment of our show called "Ask Us Anything." Ask us anything. And you can ask us literally, literally anything. But yeah. we like, if you ask us something weird, we'll probably cut we'll it just out. Scu- we'll, we'll just, just kind of cut it out. Yeah, yeah we'll Mark will it. cut it out. Um, yeah. shout out to yeah. Mark. He's great. Uh, yeah, also we'll disclaimer: we're not experts at any of these topics. We're not professionals. Uh, so none of this is actually actual legal advice or monetary financial advice or really like real nice. advice yeah nice so fuck you yeah where to bring it home there you not cool. them you oh me yeah hey fuck you back buddy oh thank you yeah. um also if you have a question you could email us podcast at nikki.limo that's podcast at n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o like a limousine i always have to say that because people still go uh, Lino, Lilo. You're talking about people in real life, yeah. like at the DMV and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, at the po- people uh, who watch us generally, mostly know. at the poker rooms. What I'm trying to get my name on the wait list. Oh, true. And then like like a limousine. It's there like a go. limousine. Okay, so I don't look at the questions beforehand. I say green like the color, and then I say can you with also an, e, add an e in the end? Yeah, that's what I say too when I have to give my other last name. Yeah, it's a hell two. of a life you have. I have a really complicated life that I put on myself. Yeah, and I, the I cat hair because you fucking kiss cats on the face. They kissed me on the face. Did you get cat hairs in your I eyes. I didn't consent. I was like, I have makeup on. Don't kiss me. And they. Do you like walking anyway. in? I like walking into the bedroom, and Nikki's like doing her makeup and stuff. <laughs> and all the way across from us is a water faucet that's on. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, Franklin's drinking out of the faucet. He's done now. Can you turn that off? Um, dude, this my life is crazy. My life is crazy. I made your life crazy. You're welcome. Exactly. Okay. Our first question is not a relationship question. That's the title of this question. Okay, interesting. Okay, so I don't know what it's about, guys, because it's not a relationship question. Uh, also, a lot of people like to ask us relationship questions. I don't know why. <clears throat> Guess because we're in a relationship. Oh. It helps them. That could be why. But you could ask us anything. Ask me about cotton candy. We I'll might, give you an answer. We might cut that. What? We might cut it. What? If we have a controversial take on cotton candy, we're not going to put that on the internet. That's true. 
I do have a very controversial take on cotton candy, so maybe you don't see, ask me about it. I wouldn't put that don't out ask there. Me about that. No, don't ask me. All right, not a relationship question. Here we go. Com- number one, compliments. I have to say that I found you two in, in an extremely dark place, and watching new wonderful things happen in your life has really given me hope for the future. Uh I aspire you. to relate with another in a similar way, and thank you for thank you too for the hard work you put into allowing the world to watch you as you grow. That's that's so sweet. I hardly ever think about that because it, it's true. Like I. It's just like putting out our real lives as they unfold in real time. Yep. And like... You never know how it's You never know people. like you who's watching that. You always kind of forget that people are watching it. Actually. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I it's do like too. It's like I write in my journal every day, but I know people aren't reading it. Yeah. But like what if a whole world was reading it also? It's interesting, You know, right? that's so weird. Anyway, Tasty Tuesday is the best cooking show I've ever seen, but don't ever let anyone say otherwise. Both of your senses of humor are refreshing and I wish they were more like you. You are so freaking sweet. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. Backstory. I'm a 36-year-old, never married or had children, with 100 years of emotional education. I say that because I spent 10 years addicted to hard drugs after the childhood of all types of abuse, abuse, and been in therapy my whole life. 11 attempts at rehab later, and I slew that beast four years ago. Yay me. Congratulations. That's really, really tough, and I'm so proud of you. Understated to say congrats. Yeah, honestly. Although it's not pleasant to admit a lot of my story involves physical and mental abusive exes and family members, including extreme rape circumstances, wish there was a more polite way to say that, I've concluded some people have more intense lives than others, and that's just where I'm at because it is how it has shaped how I view the world. Okay. Wow. wow. I'm so sorry that you had to go through all that. That's wild, and I can't even pretend to relate to that type of trauma. Same. Um, getting to the point, number three, getting to the point when I got sober four years ago and began to obsessively introspect my life, I knew I had to let go of all unhealthy connections. One by one, I removed anyone who didn't add something beneficial to my world. Now I look around and there's no one left. Literally, I've acquired a deep sense of self-love that led to finally having my own thoughts and opinions while creating healthy boundaries and no longer people-pleasing. Congrats. And this is the ideal outcome. I should be happy, right? But all the self-worth in the world can't bring you a social life. I find myself bitter and resentful that I put so much work into getting sober and healthy that it it created a bar others can't reach. Everyone I meet, I nitpick how self-aware they are, and if every sentence they say is positive, did I swing too far towards the help? Did I swing too far towards the self-righteous side of self-help? Of course, I want people that are good for me, but when is it too much? I can't seem to meet like-minded people, and although it's hard to admit, I do judge if someone has opinions that look like possible red flags, even orange or pink ones. I am an energy healer and psychic, which makes work working remotely easy and not helpful to find any acquaintances. COVID obviously only worsened this problem, and now it's been years since I've called someone a friend. Does it need to be said that I've forced into celibacy with my consent? Without connections to humanity, I find myself living on a small island I call Lameville. I do want to participate in this Earth experience, so how to... How to make friends when scorned from so much trauma. P.S. I do see your therapist and go to groups for mental health. I'm tired of it being me all the time. I know I'm a tiny goddess trapped in a human body, but how do I find others that feel the same? Where are all the shaven hippies who don't smell like patchouli? Am I asking for too much? Bitter Betty. Well, Betty, first of all, you had to go through that because you needed to isolate so that you could find inner strength. So you did fucking awesome. It's like the pendulum swung from one extreme to the other. Absolutely. But you had to stop your old patterns, right? Your yes. old cycle of like, I'll do what my friends want. And I, even if I'm taking pieces of myself and giving it away. Yeah. So now you have all the pieces and you're you're a whole puzzle, right? But now you're, it's time to be okay to break off some of those pieces yeah. again. You got to be a little more vulnerable than you're being. You said you uh, do tarot, like your psychic 
in a healer. So in the tarot deck, the death card is like, it's just the death of your old life. It, and I always freaking get the death card. And it's always usually during a time where- Renewal. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm starting a new chapter and sometimes the old needs to die for the new ones Absolutely. to grow. Just like flowers, you know, the old flowers die, but then new ones grow and they're bigger and better and prettier. Yep. And, you know, the phoenix, the whole like burning to ashes and rising from them. That's why Leonardo DiCaprio likes young women because, you know, it's the same exact thing. See? The old ones die off. And they, then... It's like Jesus. And so you can't really blame them because it's the same exact metaphor. <laughs> And so, but yeah, but with you, it's so, you know, it's so good that you got to this place, right? Because now you have a baseline. It's important to have a home plate. Yeah. <clears throat> you have a home plate now, but you can trust yourself to get up to bat again. Like you really can because you're, you've set your own personal boundaries. You know what you want. Yeah. Maybe you're nitpicking, right? That's probably true, mm-hmm. but, but you got to be vulnerable too. Yes. So. Well, cause your nitpicking is coming from not wanting to slip back into your old yeah, ways. You went through trauma. You, you went through trauma. And you did a lot of work on yourself to get out. It's like, okay, so I had an eating disorder when I was in high school. Um, I'm open to admit that now. It's been healed for a very long time. But um, it took about two years to like really like get through it and get get over it and like rehab and you know not relapse again. And I for the next like ten years. I was so scared of relapsing. So I was very obsessed with, you know, being healthy and having a good relationship with food. But sometimes I was like being so conscious of being healthy that that was almost like a new eating disorder. Of course. Like where it's like. You're just obsessive. Yeah. Because I don't want to slip back into counting calories or not eating or, you know, binging and purging or whatever the the heck. So I was like, I need to have a solid relationship with food i need to get exactly this many calories that are healthy and i need to like a balanced diet and i need to like finish my meals and like all all of that stuff and and it was almost unhealthy how extreme it was but did i need it to be that way did i need a strict set of rules in order to break the old yeah i did once the old was broken and i could trust myself that i wouldn't go back that's when i needed to let go of like these other crazy rules that yeah, help me out it's important to remember that you're not a house of cards anymore so the idea that like you could get a bad friend or whatever and that would ruin you is less of a concern i mean you've been you've been doing this for four years right i mean yeah, yeah yes be wary of of people um who maybe could influence you in a negative way always but but don't don't do this shit to yourself where you're reflexively discarding human beings that yeah. you don't know yet i have a friend like that I, yeah, and we, and we we've been do. talking to this person about opening up a little bit more yes. and like accepting new people or like, you know, kind of just realizing that everybody has flaws, even if they're like, obviously you don't want to go back to associating with people who might pull you back into drug addiction, mm-hmm. but everyone's got some kind of flaws. Yep. Maybe they're, maybe they need help with more self-awareness or whatever it is. You're always going to find flags if you're looking for them. And uh, I just think that being able to be vulnerable, not just you, and I think this is why maybe you're having this problem because usually we find the problems that are still within us. Yes. So I think you you might be having a, a little bit of trouble being vulnerable because you don't want to slip into negativity again. But there's kind of a difference, right? Because it's, if you, it's not human to be 100% positive all the time. 
that is also very unhealthy and it's you know it's you're, like su- a you're suppressing vibe. a lot of um emotions that are so you have these toxic emotions they need to come out like so you have anger it's natural to have anger or sadness or fear or blah 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 and that's i think you're probably familiar with shadow work you know that's a lot of a lot of shadow work is like letting these things live and come out and and living simultaneously them so um so the shadow self that we all have is stuff that we suppress because we don't we're ashamed of it like we don't want other people to see that we don't like that part of ourselves it's bad we, we labeled it bad because it's not accepted by society you know like mm, what's one what's a good one like um you know i cry a lot or like oh, yeah. you know and that's how i release emotions and people and, are like that's bad don't cry yeah and don't have a meltdown dude, like, in public cry. so yeah. i'm like i'll never have a meltdown ever and then it's just in there living and like becoming like festering yeah. and then it's going to come out sometime and probably in a very volatile and unhealthy way instead of just like, all right, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes because she needs to scream. Yep. Like that's, that's just it. I, I call her she, I just go like, Hey, she's having a day. She needs to scream. Let her, let her scream. And then it'll be fine because I used to get yelled at for releasing emotions that way. And, right, and, here you don't. and here I can just, yeah, be free to be yourself. And, and that is also a part of, me like that's my shadow self that's also a part of who you are as a person so you might have other qualities that you don't like about yourself that just kind of need a little bit of love they need to be embraced and then like let out and you're probably seeing that in other people and don't want them to bring that energy out of you 100 yeah but um i think that if they're a good person they have good intentions they're not like shady they're not gonna like steal from you or try to coax you into doing something bad um they're just like you know have an annoying tendencies or like have like a, a pink flag an orange flag like as you call them you can also fuck up like you yeah. can also just like got you got you misread somebody it's not yeah it's not always you know even if you know you have a good intuition you're not always on it right mm-hmm. like you're a human being and it, things can affect your intuition a lot so you know don't think that you got everybody figured out i, I would say that's the first thing yeah and then also like after you get comfortable, I think that you're not really able to have a close relationship with someone unless you do kind of share some vulnerabilities and those can be kind of a downer moment. So just put a, like a little protective barrier, you know, I put like they say, put a white light around you. Mm-hmm. Like if someone is coming with me, to me with a problem, like they're really depressed and they're going through something, I don't want to be, I, t- I tend to take on that depression yeah, yeah, yeah. if I don't kind of like consciously protect myself from it yeah so if i'm going in that conversation i want to be there for them i want to be open i want to be a listener but i don't want to get affected by it so i put this i consciously put like a protective barrier energetically around me and i think that would that would probably help you i mean you're a healer so i feel like you already know that but maybe just maybe you know it in in logically but you don't apply it um try it out you know see if maybe you can get past some of those initial pink pink flags orange flags well also you've been focusing yourself on yourself for so long you have to remember that you know other people have baggage too and that it's okay and and so you everyone's at a different stage everyone's at a different stage and you know everyone's got to take luggage on the plane so like there's nobody who really doesn't travel with luggage so everybody's got something so you know the more that you step away and go you know what i do trust myself the less you'll worry about other people's luggage, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And then the second problem is just the, you know, how do you meet people? That's always, uh, that's yeah. always 
It sounds, like, it sounds like Betty's meeting people, though. It's just that she's being very careful. Oh, it sounded like because of COVID and working from home oh, could that be. she wasn't. Could be. Like, Maybe I misread it. She said she hasn't really had a friend in, in a couple years. Yeah. Um, so, but she's saying that she meets people when it's Red Flag City. Yeah, that was before COVID. Oh, right. I think I think that's what she said. Yeah, she said like before she was like already having trouble meeting people and then COVID hit. And, Got it. Um, but yeah, that's, I think, you know, join different groups like where there are similar minded people. You know, if you like yoga, maybe, you know, join a yoga group. It's kind of like. I mean, don't hang out with yoga heads though. Yoga heads are a little annoying though. Really annoying. Like, let's judge them right away. I do. <laughs> I do yoga, asshole. You don't, like, you're not one of those yoga people, though. Yeah, but it's like those, like, people that do casual yoga. Up, you're waking up every day at, like, 5 a.m. and doing There's yoga. There's casual and you, yoga people. You do yoga at 10 a.m., too. That's and you healthy. Do yoga at night. So weird. I I did that for a while where I tried to, but then I got lazy. That's a red flag to me. Shut the fuck up. Oh, they should do your routine of, of nothing. Excuse me? They should do your routine of nothing. What's my routine? You can go downstairs and sit down at your computer for a while. Oh, is it? Lift a couple weights for like five minutes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't lift weights for five minutes, asshole. How do often you, do you lift weights? I lift weights every single day. Uh-huh. And I do it for 45 minutes. And then you combine it with cardio? Uh, I'm getting there. I'll get there. How often do you walk? Um, You know, not not that often, depending on where we go, I okay. guess. But So maybe I want to... How many times maybe I go I think get a stuff yoga for person, you, asshole? I think maybe a yoga person might be a little healthier than you. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree. I'm just, I was just, I was just memeing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I know. I'm dead serious. I know. You little, little bitch boy. <laughs> little weightlifting hey, bitch boy. Stop calling me bitch boy. I like that. Bitch titty. Thank you. It's <laughs> my new favorite. It's weird. Bitch titty. It's a weird one. Titty bitch, titty boy. All right, moving on. Anyway, <laughs> hope that helps you. Uh, what was it? Bitter Betty? Oh yeah, and then I think um, you're kind of spiraling into like being uh, like resenting the that you put so much work into yourself and not mm. like it's it's almost and don't take this word the wrong way, but it's almost entitlement. I've talked about this before, where I have this this to also where I'm like, if I put a certain amount of work into something, I expect subconsciously sometimes a return. Like if I worked really hard on an exercise routine and I was waking up every morning at 8 a.m. and going to work out, I expect a certain result. And when I wasn't getting it, I would get really frustrated and stressed out and then it would cause the opposite result to happen. It's always, it's like when you're looking for somebody, like you're looking for a partner and you're trying so hard that you're actually just giving off this desperate energy that's preventing you to get a, a partner that you want in the first place. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's like a, I don't know what it's called, but it's some sort of law where you're like, you're just wanting it too hard. Okay. You know, and you're expecting that you're doing it being results oriented instead of process oriented. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like just be, be like in love with the process that you're working on yourself without like the expected outcome of, you know, why well, should deserve friendships and all this other stuff because of it. Like it'll happen. It'll happen. You just have to trust it'll happen. It's not on a timeline. It's not like, well, I did this for X amount of months or years and now it, I should have my prize. Fair. Yeah, because life is just weird. It's just unfair like that. Some people get their prize after like a month, and it's like, fuck you. <laughs> That's not fair. Why is your metabolism so good? <laughs> All right, our next one is just want to say thanks, compliments. Hey, Nikki, Steve, I love you guys in the pod. You're like older siblings. I, or you're like the older siblings I wish I had, and I just want to say for the second time in three months, I broke my femur. Oh, my God. 
What do you mean? That sounds terrible. Just in a different spot. And Big Boot Tasty Tuesday and shit they don't tell you are helping me get through recovering from my surgeries and hospital stays. Thanks to you, Steve, and the Big Boot Girls for brightening my life. Courtney. Oh, Courtney. I, Courtney, hope, you, love I you. hope you feel better soon. But a piece of advice. Please, okay, why do you break your femur twice? your fucking femur, please. Is it a different femur? Did you break yeah. both femurs? Are you breaking the same femur? Or is it the same femur? Maybe that's a weak-ass femur. Hey, get a new femur. Yeah, that's a weak-ass femur. Yeah. That yeah. is medical advice. Get a new femur. Get, please get a new femur. Get a femur donation, a femur transplant. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. Okay, our next Where question. Where is the femur? Is that in your leg? I think it's your arm. I don't fucking know. I think it's your pinky finger. It might be either your shin bone or your arm bone. I think it's, I think it's next to your forehead. Now I got to look it up. It's not next to your forehead. It's a shin or an arm femur bone oh you know what your femur i think it's like right here under your elbow i'm done with you i gotta put a protective shield over myself right now because i don't i, I was don't being need... completely serious it's your thigh bone ah oh, i was wrong about I was all so of close. it i said toe bone moving on that's like not a phalange your phalanges are your fingers oh yeah i don't know your toe langes don't call me that <laughs> your dirty toe lange don't call me that all right this next one says perfect relationship, but dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Love both of y'all. Huge fan of shit they don't tell you. And big mood. Hell yeah. And low sirs. My boyfriend, 24, and I, 23, just celebrated our two-year anniversary March. Congrats. We have the same values and love each other tremendously. My family adores him as much as I do. We have great communication in our relationship, always talking out our feelings slash problems so they wouldn't lead to a fight. Great. I've known he's my person and I know he feels the same. And recently we had a discussion about how different we are. How different we are. We do have similar interests, but not that many. He has expressed when choosing things to do that he usually picks what I would like more than him. Also, that to him, I mainly choose what I want to do. I have been trying and I'm even planning things for the summer that are specific to him. We are also currently long distance while he is at school. We try to see each other at least once a month and message each other throughout the day. Since we last discussed it, I have really thought about how different we are and if we would be happy together in the long run. I don't want to break up with him because to me, we compliment each other with how different we are. I'm afraid that we may come to the realization that we are too different. A part of me thinks this it's the long distance getting to me or that we're out of the quote unquote honeymoon phase, but I'm still in love and attracted to him as I was before. Am I overthinking this? What should I do? Do y'all have any advice for finding similar interests? And thank y'all for the help, Emily or any name y'all come, with, come up with. Hey, Mark, let's hit the breakup button, please. Break up! Uh, I think we agree, Nikki. You're stupid. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? No, I okay. You Hold go. On. You let go first. Her, go me, ahead. Let me have her back here. You go first. You're fine, baby. You don't. You're you're overthinking things because you've you found something really nice and you're looking for holes. I think that's what's going on. I think that she has a great relationship with somebody and she's way overthinking it because she's like, we're different. Does this work? But it already works. Yeah, you can talk yourself out of a good thing. That's what she's doing. But I, the one concern I do have is that you say you love him just as much as when you first got together. I think it's a common thing for people to think in theory. But what the flag to me was that you said that maybe it's because you're out of the quote unquote honeymoon phase. And for me, I don't, I don't think I ever fell out of the honeymoon phase Same. with you. And you're Same. the first and only person that that's this, ever I happened. The Steve Green theory is why. What's the Steve Green? Th oh, the the fart. We, we don't fart we around don't each fart other. We don't like talk about poo poos and pee pees. Oh my god! 
earlier my family was in town oh yeah i'm true. calling them out because i think they honestly have colon issues like they fart so much yeah and i was it's pretty weird i was actually taken aback when by you're used to our home yeah where there's no farting there's no going farting on. And then all of a sudden, like they're all fucking tooting and up the storm. And they're like, "You're unhealthy because you're not farting." I'm like, I go to the bathroom and like release gas, but I just don't. I honestly don't feel any farts at all throughout I, the day. I do say though, when your brother farts on his own kid's head, that's pretty fucking funny. It's funny. It's that's hilarious. Fucking hysterical. It's so. And also, when my little nephew farts, um, he he likes to announce it, and he doesn't think it's funny. He just needs to let everyone know. And it's really smelling. Also, their funny. farts smell really bad. I like it like, when your brother farts on his kid's head and then your kid farts on his stuffed animal's head. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking bust a gut. <laughs> Get out of here. But not literally because you'd be farting. I too, wouldn't yeah. do that yeah. around the family. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. We have a quiet home is what we're trying to say. Yeah. And we, we weren't used to this. Yeah. And a smell free home other than yeah. like when the kitty litter is kitty litter to be gets changed. weird. We yeah. find weird turds places sometimes. Yeah. But today there was a turd in Steve's closet and I couldn't yep. figure out what happened, but it's because I pooped in my closet. Well, yeah. And he just wants to blame the cat. I blame the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the only red flag, honestly, in that, in that whole thing. And you'll hear a lot of couples that have been together a very long time say that it's very natural for people to fall out of the honeymoon phase and, you know, you get really comfortable with it, one another, but, uh, that didn't happen with me and Steve, and um, I don't know why. I don't know if that's just like a Steve super abnormal Is thing. It Steve Green Is it Steve Green Theory? Is it that we continuously court each other? True. Like we still stay like trying to impress each other. I still really care what he thinks. Mm -hmm. He really cares what I think. It's probably mm -hmm. more than when we first started dating. That's a fact. And uh, there's just like a I don't know. There he just gets me. More than any other person. The, last Dude, night we were uh, at. See? <laughs> yeah, so we were funny. both about to tell the same story. That's honestly, honestly, I know how annoying this is. I'm so sorry, I'm guys. I'm sorry. I know it sounds annoying. It sounds so annoying, but I can just look at Nikki sometimes, and I know exactly what the fuck she's thinking, and she knows exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. And last night we were at this, what I can only describe as <laughs> a very douchey dining experience. But it was really it cool. Was, it was awesome. It was cool. But it's like douchey for our level. It's we're, just, yeah, it was we're not cool enough for this shit. very artsy yes. and eccentric. Yes. And it's like really neat, like brilliant, great. But also like we just were not used to that we're level. We're not hoity-toity at all. And, and, and I don't wouldn't even know how to critique it if I... I'd, exactly. Yeah. But like when a cat is standing there and he's like, Hey, so just so everybody knows, like this octopus is infused with like fucking cherry lime jubilee and all this shit. Yeah. I'm like, I started laughing. I looked at Nikki, I started laughing. We both started laughing. We both started laughing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and then our friends that we were there with, they're like, what, what's up? And I was like, I'm just not cool enough for this shit. <laughs> like straight up. It's not that. It was, not, we were having we're a great time. better than the experience. Nope. We had a great time at the experience. But sometimes you have to look at yourself and go, oh, I'm way too trash for this. We're, we take ourselves out of what, like. It's like we can observe it from afar and laugh at it like yes, it's always. like two people in a sitcom always. that got invited to this really fancy thing that they're not quite fancy enough for. Like me and Nikki would have been more stoked if you told us, like if you got us into a room and you were like, Taco Bell is going to bring out all kinds of food right now. We've been like, holy well, be like, or shit. Or if they're like, a robot makes Taco Bell from oh your house. Oh my God. Or they're like, hey, we're bringing back the Mexican pizza. Yeah. We'd be like, holy they are, shit. They are bringing back the Mexican pizza. What are you fucking talking they're about? They're bringing it back. The Taco Bell Mexican Am I blowing your back? mind right now? You are blowing my mind right now. This is breaking news right now. I'm fucking... Yeah, it's coming back. I'll tell you right now. 
Unless I remembered wrong. Wait, they're bringing back the Mexican yeah. pizza that they took off the menu? Yeah, because everyone got mad. Good, but they didn't listen to us for a long time. It's been off for years. I think they're bringing it back, but I could be dead wrong and just making that up. Can we go to break? Yeah. You need to go to break? Yeah, I need to Google do, this. Do you Google this? But this we're, is not, huge. we're not done with this question. Well, wait, this is actually, I was in the middle of answer. News. Okay, you look it up right now. Anyway, my point is, while Steve's looking that up, is that um, everything just got really, like, a lot stronger to a point where I would never even question, like, I wouldn't ever think linearly or or logically or need to make a pros and cons list, like, well, what if in five years Steve changes his mind and doesn't... Holy like, shit, it's coming back. The Taco right. Bell Mexican pizza coming back I'm next, so glad my memory didn't fail me this, this month. Time. Well, I guess by the time people hear this, it's this month. Yeah. So that's May. No, this Holy is coming out in like, yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. So okay, May. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's any, huge news. Okay, can we get back tell me to that. the fucking, uh, you never asked. So anyways, we are, we are very linked and yeah, it's exactly what she's talking about. I mean, it's just, it's just something where. You can look at each other from across the room and you're no. just like, it, and that's like your sole person. And I can't wait to experience things like that with her so we can talk about it afterwards, which we. I mean, that's why I do anything yeah. so I can share it with Nikki. And it's not like, like, I don't even feel like we have a lot of things that we're interested in common. Like we have a lot of common interests, but I have a whole bunch of things that he's not interested in. And right. he has a whole bunch of things that I'm not, well, maybe not as long of a list, but that I'm not interested in, but he's just very hyper obsessed with those things. True. And it does not make a difference in the world because that connection is so strong. Like Nikki did not want to go see new Batman movie with me. Yeah, I'm like, go And that's upsetting. Watch it I'm yourself. not going to lie. It's upsetting. It's not upsetting. It doesn't hurt you my You weren't upset at all. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter. No. Because that's stupid our, shit. And our life values are the same. Yeah. And the way that we see the world is the same. Yeah. And that's why we can look at each other and just in each other's eyes know exactly what the person is thinking. And we'll usually agree and laugh at it and nobody will know what we're laughing about. It's, it's the best. And, and we've been through some stuff together. So, you know, we've been together for a long time. So it's... It's uh, you really do find your that your person is your person. Yeah. In, in all the. But ups you're and very downs. young. You're 23. That's super young, and that's also the age where people do start drifting apart. That was the age where I was with my ex of five under years. Under 25 is tough. Yeah, under it's 25 tough. is very tough that's because tough. you are discovering what will be your forever adult identity, like uh -huh. your future identity, like really the ground that you stand on for the rest of your life. And from 18 to 25, I feel like you can splinter in a. Yep. completely di different direction than your partner so if you're feeling tinges of that even though you're like but i still love him i don't know there might be something in your gut that's uh, that's like tipping you off i wouldn't do anything drastic right away but you know observe it pay attention to it see if it goes away once you're not long distance that's fair you know but i i wouldn't ignore it completely also can i say this too maybe maybe we'll cut this if you don't want to talk yeah. about this but but like something that me and Nikki have been talking about a lot lately, which is like, do are we going to have a kid or not? It's like we're on the same page there too. Mm -hmm. Like it's super weird how we'll go into any situation and we just, like she said, we have the same life values, the same like goals and um, we look at the world the same way. So we'll go into a situation, like we had our nephew here for like the, like a couple of days and we loved the little guy. But He's when, the best. But then when he leaves, we're like, do we actually want to go through this? Yeah. Where that's our responsibility and we have to deal with it. Because it was a lot of energy. Kids are and freaking frantic. There were four adults and one child and we were all exhausted. Yes. And I was like, what if it was just two adults? It's wild, right? That's insane. Kitties would help a little bit. 
Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. We have four cats. That would help a, a little bit. You think? With an infant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kitties could trade off or whatever. Oh, right. They would take shifts. The night shift. But I'm thinking about, <laughs> you know, the day to day and even asking the kitties to go through that. Yeah. Like, what if we wanted to go on vacation? Do you think the kitties would want to take them for like five days? I think Joe would. But other than that, I don't think any of them would. I think Joe would pee on that stuff, though, out of protection. And See, exactly. So, so, like, we can't, we can't trust, trust that. So, Yeah kind of a but yeah that's things like that like things like that because if major it was like, life if, decisions if it was like nikki uh, nikki i have to have a child you will give me a child <laughs> like you know how weird that would yeah. be but like we i just want nikki's my number one priority i want to experience life with nikki yeah after that if we have a kid or we don't or whatever it is it's like fucking on the bottom of my ladder pal yeah in comparison so yeah and you know and i it's weird because both of us came from big families and both thought we would like totally want to have like a Dude, big family like, i'm 36 i thought i was i would have four kids me by now. too and i didn't not my four. brother's about to have three i thought i was gonna have three kids but he's under 30 i just i don't know we both started like really loving what we were doing right now That's together it. without a child and i can be as obsessive as i want still have my beautiful marriage yeah i don't know dude do you want to give that up for a child we don't even know yet it's scary it's like a stranger we it's, don't know them it's scary Although we do get to torture them because we, we get to name them. <laughs> oh, true. And we have to deal with it they until they can at least legally change their own name. That's true. See? Ha. Ha. Gonna name you something is... dumb like Steve. Hey, don't say that. My name's cool. You always said my name was cool. Step in. Why, why would you do that to me? That's what they called me in kindergarten and then it ruined my life. I'm just jealous. I wish my name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You got me on that one. Thank you. Okay, well, we're going to take a break right now. But- Wait, before we go and break out, oh, I just need to share a meme because it was really funny. Okay, please. Where they were like, my favorite part. <laughs> Is this the one getting stuck yeah, in her garage? No. Thing? Okay. Like, my favorite part of my husband making an appointment for our cat with the vet is he has to call the vet and the vet goes, what's your name? And he goes, Jeff. And then he, the vet goes, what's the cat's name? And you hear him sigh in despair and go, baby Jeff. That's so funny. <laughs> and I just was like, That's good. our next cat has to be baby Steve. <laughs> That's really funny. It's so fucking um, dumb and funny. I'm not vain enough for that, but I couldn't stop laughing. No, I don't think Jeff was either. I think the girl definitely <laughs> yeah, made that was happen. the one that named him <laughs> just for her it's own really pleasure. Funny. It's so fucking it's really funny. funny. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> baby, baby Steve, Jeff. baby Steve, baby Steve, come here. And you know that he goes in there and the vets are like, This guy's an asshole. <laughs> That's that's actually really funny trolling. <laughs> that's good trolling because yeah, he says like, it's so like he says it's so labored, labored. Like, yeah, like when we were watching that um, the circle and that and the lady who was Lance Bass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to do yoga and one guy was doing yoga and she just was staring at him and he's like, "I could do this forever." And she's like, "I could. I probably fall." <laughs> <laughs> the way that she said it. It was like she had lived a thousand lifetimes. It was like she had fallen. She had visualized herself breaking her kneecaps doing it. Oh, but even that, we don't laugh at like very many comedies. We laugh comedies. at nothing we that don't whole show. Really... We were watching all of season two of The Circle. We didn't laugh out loud one time. Even shows we think are funny, we don't really laugh out loud at. And we both died <laughs> at the same time. We fucking died. Yeah. So yeah, look, when you find a person, it's a fucking unbelievable experience. And I'm sorry, it sounds so gross. I know, it does. But also, I should give you some hope. Like, I just feel like, I just wanted a little bit of, <laughs> to give you a little bit of insight on trusting your gut on some things. Facts. Because I did, quote unquote, love my ex when, during that time where I was feeling that way. And I was about the same age as you, I was 23. Um, 
almost 24 sure, well, I, uh, I love my exes i don't know uh, yeah and but i was like well there's nothing wrong and uh he cares about me and like but we just don't have a lot in common and and i was just like but i love him but he gets me but we don't fight but but and and it was just like it doesn't matter if that close. get thing isn't there it's not even close. if you think about spending the next 40 years of your life with that person and it kind of makes you sick to your stomach that's a sign and also for as much as me and nikki love each other we have our own independence as yeah. well. So it's not like- That's what I love about we're not it. not glommed on to each other or glued together or whatever. But that's part of our life values is that like we need both needed to have somebody who- Can handle Also that. valued that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And respects that. Yeah. So anyway, we're going anyway, for a break now. We'll be back. We will be back. Please buy all the things that we ask and we request for you to and buy. And download the things and then tell them that we told you to do that and Thank that you, you love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to, like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blight. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> oh my God, Jansen sent us a message. What does that mean? Ah, Jansen? I know Jansen. He sent, he sent us a... Us... 
Oh, he sent us a message. I thought you meant he sent us like a voicemail or something. No, an email. Oh, funny. No, I'm just saying that, like, because it was yeah, his friend he, before. Yeah, got him in. Yeah, that's funny. And then we were making fun of his name, and oh, now yeah. he sent us an email. Let's do it. That's <laughs> okay, epic. okay. There's. I'm skipping ahead here. A couple emails. We're back for the break. I hope you downloaded everything and bought all the things. Yes, but please. a couple episodes ago, uh, there was someone that wrote an email and said that their friend Jansen referred them, and we were just talking we, about how unique of a name that is. Uh, we were roasting it, I think, and, quite a bit. And Jansen sent us an email. I That's haven't great. opened it yet, but the title okay, is Jansen here. Am I a teat suckler? <laughs> what? That's the name. That's the name. Did we call him a teat sucker? I don't remember. I, don't remember I genuinely either. don't. But it is the he Jansen. He does sound like a real breastfeeder, that Jansen, huh? Steve, Nikki, it's your boy Jansen. My friend Sophia shouted me out on a recent episode, and you guys made fun of my name for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it made my whole month. We love you. You have a great sense of humor. Yeah, we love you, Jansen. She deserves every Gucci button you've got. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Gucci. Gucci button. The Gucci button. Oh, the Gucci button. Mark, do you have that? Stay the Gucci button. I do have a question for you, and I'm sorry this is so long, but to yeah. clarify first, you were correct in that episode. It's pronounced Jansen. Oh, good. Because I just said it like a thousand wow. times right now. Is it good, though? Or is it actually, is that bad? Why? Well, because we were like, maybe it's pronounced Jansen. And he's like, that is actually how it's pronounced. It's like... And then we well done. I don't remember minutes. how we what we said. Oof. I don't remember. I'm not responsible for my past me's thoughts. There you go. Okay, I'm from New New Orleans. He didn't say it like that, but I just added the because I know they say it like did. that. From New Orleans, Louisiana, and my parents just thought it was a cool name. Not much deeper than that. I think we're technically Polish. LOL. <laughs> I've been a fan of you both since roughly 2013, and you've probably shaped who I am more than I'm even aware of myself. Oh my God, that's wow. a long time. Jansen. Dang, Jansen. Nikki, you've taught me how to put myself out into the world and get over insecurities, and I'm forever grateful. And Steve, I think you made me laugh harder than any human I can think of. Oh, my goodness, That's Jansen. amazing. For a guy who works in an office building all day since he was an infant. No, he sells musical instruments. Oh, that too, yeah. He does all, the, all of it. He works in the office by day and sells the instruments at night. Uh, he says, keep it up, Iceman, prayer emoji. I've recommended your podcast to a shitload of people, and I'm definitely going to do that more. Yay. Hell yeah, we love you, Jansen. Thanks, Jansen. Can everyone just... Please be more like Jansen. Yeah, or at Jeez. least pile on and make fun of Jansen's name for yeah, a little while. Yeah, and then be more like him. Yeah. I would love some insight from you guys on how to manage my spending habits, or more specifically, how to stifle my expensive passions. Mm. Oh, God, I'm not the person to ask for this. I'm good at this. Some context. I'm 23 years old. Wow, you started listening to us when you were like 13? Like wow. Like 14? Wow. Wow. Okay, working as a production assistant for films in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. It's popping off out here, so my income is pretty great. However, I'm a creative. I'm a director and composer for small indie films. See, he totally does run an instrument shop. There it is. So I'm constantly dropping through, dropping dough on set decorations, location permits, costumes, camera rentals, etc. You guys know how expensive indie shoots can get. Yes. And I promise I'm not blowing my money on designer clothes and bullshit. Good for you. Attaboy. Despite my income being great, I still come up short on rent slash groceries sometimes due to these purchases, <laughs> and I have to default to my parents' wallet for help. I feel awful every time I have to do that because I'm fully aware that I wouldn't need their help if I just took a break from my passions to save or invest. I get so stressed about making rent that it makes me sick sometimes. Uh, but if I don't keep moving and making art, I think I'd go insane. Nikki, I share that neurotic not enough time in the day thing you've got. Oh, fuck, Yeah. Steve, I'd love to join Crypto Corner, but I'm afraid I'm too right-brained to understand crypto and any capital is going towards film work anyway. By the way, I've used sites like Indiegogo and Seed and Spark to raise money for films, but it feels like it feels weird convincing friends and family to pay me to make my own art. 
My parents have made it clear they would like for me to become independent and I would love to, though they never hesitate to help me out financially and we're stuck in that pattern. It's hard to get out of the pattern when I'm actually getting festivals, laurels for my work. That's awesome. Congrats. It's Laurels is like when you get awarded. For, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. It seems like the universe is telling me to keep using my mommy's money. I'm very <laughs> proud of my creative success and I've had the opportunity to work on some gigantic films, but I feel like a privileged motherfucker suckling his family's teats. Am I the asshole or should I keep making expensive art and give my parents millions in the future? Thanks for the help and the vibes. Much love. Jansen. Jansen, I'll tell you something right now. I think you're going to get a break and you'll be fine. I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, genuinely, you don't have to be part of Crypto Corner to know this. Um, you you have an iPhone, I assume, or a phone. You can get an app called Outlet Finance. Okay? It's just a fucking app that you get. It's actually connected to crypto. So those of you who are like, man, it's crypto so hard. I don't want to do this and all shit. Right? I don't understand it. You get out the Outlet app. You can connect your bank account right away. You deposit and it, it gets you 9% per year just for, on your deposit, just chilling in there. And it's actually, it's taken all of the rewards that are being involved in the Terra, Terra um, ecosystem and they're feeding it into the people who are holding on outlets. So there's, there's something you could do with play money, right? I have 60 bucks in there right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I put it in there. God, I don't remember when I put it in there. Honestly, I have so many of these fucking things. But the point is, is that my lifetime earnings are 43 cents off of that 60 bucks. And it's been in there for, I don't know, a couple weeks. Okay. I agree with all of this yeah. as an invest as okay, investment yeah, yeah, advice. Yeah. But can he use that on a monthly basis? Because it sounds like he's just coming up short every month. Can he use the passive income on a monthly basis? Like, can he withdraw? Uh, yeah, you can pull it out anytime he wants. You just have to pay capital gains tax? Um, you don't have to pay capital. Oh, uh, yeah, you probably would have to pay capital yeah. gains. That's true. Well, if you put enough in there as your like your nest egg, but I don't. know. I just think it's something where if he just keeps on taking like five bucks and throwing it in there or whatever, he can actually start to build something. Yeah. Because he's saying he can't invest on anything uh, and right then now. Then he can maybe pay his parents back with that money. Or, or, or eventually, right? Yeah. But he, at least he's doing something. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like, yeah, come up with rent. I'm not talking about that, brother. I'm talking about you take like, hey, I was gonna go to Taco Bell today or whatever. I like to call it Taco Bell money. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take the fucking fifteen bucks or twelve bucks. Chuck it into there instead, and at least you know it's doing something for you, and not just sitting there getting eaten alive in your savings account because of inflation. Um, but dude, I really genuinely believe that if you're doing what you love, you will find a break from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm saying like, yeah, dude, keep on doing the parent that the parent thing is a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's, that it's a strategy. Well, I think that if you're cut off from your parents, you would still find a way to do it. I do too. Cause that's, so I think that maybe you have to mentally convince yourself of that. It sounds like your parents are kind of trying to push you that direction and you want to go that direction, but no one's putting, drawing a hard line in the sand. So you're not forced into that direction. And that's why you're feeling this way. But like, imagine you're forced and you had to make it work. Like what could you do? Like just pretend, like really pretend like you can't go to your parents and like really believe that because that was probably the best thing for me back then was my parents said off, yeah. that, yeah, they wouldn't, if I dropped out of college to pursue my dream, that uh, they wouldn't pay for anything, that I'd have to fully support myself. And yeah, I had to work two jobs to do it, but I was determined to make it happen. And you like, you just get this fuel that you're not going to let anything stop you, not even a lack of money like that. But here's what happened, though. I was able to do all that and pay my rent. And then after five, five-ish months of doing all that and paying for acting classes and doing everything myself, I humbly asked my parents if, because I, I said, hey, if I had even an extra $200 a month, I could pay for private coaching. And that would really 
help me out and I think it could book a lot more jobs. So it was an investment, right? Mm -hmm. And my parents, because mm -hmm. they, I had shown that I was really responsible paying rent on time every month um, and paying for everything else, they happily did that for me. And I meant it that I was like, I will pay them back once I make it, you know? And I cut my, I kept you track did. of everything. I was there. You, and I cut cried. my dad a huge check for Christmas one year yeah. of all of the things he ever paid for. And yeah, he cried because he, cried he, like just, he didn't even think that was ever going to happen. But I don't forget. And <laughs> I promised that. And I great. just like, you know, they didn't even expect that. But that was just, I felt that, you know, like how you're feeling. Should I just, you know, pay them back millions when I'm, you know, when I made it. I think that if you, instead of buying the things first and being like short on rent and now you're like stressing pay for the rent first and then be like man i could really make some better things if i had if i could buy this yeah pay for the rent first pay for the rent pay first because the then first you're not looking advice. like you're de dependent because all your basic needs are paid for and you can afford it you know that you make enough money for that you just know that your parents are willing to give you free money and then that's what you're kind of taking advantage of and not that you think you that you are but you are not fucking up being in this age range being like man rent is hard yeah. That is just how it the fuck is. It fucking sucks. Uh, and hobbies like this are expensive, especially yep. when it's your dream. And indies, man, I mean, dude. Yeah. They don't have budgets and you know it. And so you're going to have to scrimp and save like and try to cut corners. And, and sometimes crafting, that means you're paying for shit. I think use your uh, festival movies to kind of start branching out and maybe getting some attention of crowdfunding stuff, sites that aren't just your direct friends and family. Or, dude, I mean, let's be real, right? Commercials are super lucrative. Like, you already have the resume, probably. Like, you could definitely yeah. break into commercial stuff and at least start making, like, some better money on the side well, while he, you do the dream stuff. He's making a lot of money, he says. But he can't. But he can't. He just keeps spending too much yeah. per month. The other thing I used to do was, like, okay, it, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in this piece of equipment or this location or this film and then whatever profit I make from this, like whatever jobs I get from making this investment, then I can use that money to invest in the next thing that I want to get. Like there was a time where like I wanted to buy a bunch of lights and I wanted a better camera and I wanted like so many things all at one time, but I couldn't afford it. So I just bought one thing at a time. Once enough AdSense came in from the videos that I was making, I was able to upgrade the videos slightly. And then you just kind of go at the slower pace and no, it's not what you want. You want to upgrade everything all at once. But hey, that's just the life of, that's just the life sometimes. Like, dude, I was dating this chick, and like we wanted a camera, right? We wanted like a Canon. Yeah. So DSLRs are expensive. They're like fourteen hundred bucks or some shit. So her old man was very kind enough to like loan us. Like we put together like a thing. He's like, hey, write me a payment plan. And then we put together a thing. Yeah. And then he was kind enough to like loan us the money to like get a DSLR. That's and, cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So like there are ways too to like maybe sit down with your parents and try to f try to like game plan it out a little bit so it's yeah. not just so like, hey, uh, so I need your money Ooh, again. Now I don't have rent. Like start Do you to want me to be on the street? Start to make it yeah. look like they're investing in you in you yes, as well. Yes, like more you know professionally. Yeah. Like it, it just is. It's yeah. better tact. It's a more respectful way. And it's more respectful. And yeah. it also lets them see that you have a goal in mind here. Yeah, it's, and that you're responsible. You're, you're not just holding your hand out. You have a plan. I think yeah. that will help you. I think so too. And that wouldn't get you into some high interest debt or something like that because yeah. you'd still be borrowing from the same source. Just, yeah. but prove that you're <clears throat> responsible to like make payments back. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope that helps. Um, I don't think that you should cut back on pursuing your dreams, but maybe just realize like we don't all get to start at the top. So like, you know, you can build your way slowly. You can like build up the equipment and build up things and take care of your basic needs first. Like show people that you're responsible enough to take care of your basic needs. Absolutely. And then... I think they'll be more. You're willing. an investment, yeah, for your parents, yes. right? So, so you know, and you feel that way because like you're like, once yeah. I make millions, I'm gonna pay them all back. Yeah. So, yeah, you so, believe in yourself. So show them the path a little bit more. Yeah. Because you you know where you're going, but do they? And if if they're a little bit um, unsure, you can make it very clear. Writing up a business plan, just showing them what you want to do, and you can look up how to write business plans online. It's not it's not too tough there, bud. Are you an Aries? Good luck out there, Jansen. Jansen, the music. Shop Aries, the full time nine fiver. Okay, at a high rise downtown LA. <laughs> Moonlight's Jensen, music shop. I want those reports on my desk. All right. Next. Also, thank you so much for listening, yes, and we're recommending our and podcast support. to friends. We really appreciate that. Okay. Next uh, question is longtime fan plus tons of compliments. I don't know what the question is about, but I like the sound of that Let's title. Go. Hi, Nick and Steve. Did you like that switch up? LOL. No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, actually, he said, hi, Steve and Nikki, and I just, in my brain, oh. intuitively switched yeah, the you names. Said, I was like, wow, Nikki's being cheeky for no reason. I am being cheeky because it literally says Steve and Nikki, hey, and I read it, Nikki and Steve. Thank you for that. All right. The constant disrespect that I take. My brain will never switch it to Steve and Nikki, even if it's written that way. Been a fan since the days of the sketches, and you know what I'm talking about? Yes, since the very beginning. Oh my gosh, yes, it's like a competition of the longest fans here. Crazy. That's amazing. I'm 24, so I'll let you do the math. Oh my gosh, we just did the math, yeah, we, but this person was even depressing. younger when they started we'll be fine. watching. Like 11 or 12. Moving on. Okay. I recently got to the podcast and I had gone dark from the tuber game and came back and saw you two both had a podcast. Point being, I've seen you both become just two actors on a screen to being an absolute power couple and I mean it. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you, sir. You both are very hilarious and down to earth with one another and I can't help but smile because you two deserve every bit of happiness. Aww. Oh, thank you. I've kept up with the the vlogs and just the everyday life of you two and it felt very comforting because it was like watching my peers slash older siblings grow up and go through shit that I felt I was alone in and I wasn't and it made me feel not alone if that makes sense that's exactly that's why I want for. to share that's yeah for. I came to a clear understanding of the quote-unquote adult life or quote-unquote relationships and quote-unquote friendships from your experiences at the base root of it I was in the same boat I just wanted to say that you are both amazing funny talented and jackasses lol True. <laughs> I rewatched an old troll video Steve did with you Nikki involving a Denny's oh that's when you oh, yeah. fake proposed when to I me proposed you, yeah. I think you know it always reminded me of how silly you two are and just the trollness of Steve's humor really shines out in my opinion <laughs> is my favorite I oh. had a kid come up to me at Disney you were there yeah and he's like you proposed to her at a at a Denny's, <laughs> he like he actually was like yeah. confronting me about yeah, it. He, did. he was pissed about that it. That was so funny. And I was like, "Yeah, man, you know, love is love, dude. You gotta just fucking take your shot." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'm into him or whatever." <laughs> Thank you for always being there, but not being there. It's always comforting to rewatch an old troll video, a Tasty Tuesday, or a neural vlog from the wedding days. Oh my god, looking back <laughs> at the old apartment and Tasty Tuesday vids always puts me back in a mental place when I first saw it. And that goes for the vlogs too. It's nice to know that people like you are real and exist out there and that I'm not alone when it comes to thinking on the same wavelength. I don't feel outcasted when I want to express how I feel as a man or when I have a quirk that I thought was weird but is now my ability. 
I hope. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I hope one day to be in your shoes with the person I truly love, as weird as it is, there's someone in my life who feels just right, kind of like how you two felt about each other. I'm really excited, but there's history, so maybe that'll be a future email. It's been a roller coaster watching you both get to where you are. I'm grateful to have seen you blossom and to continue doing so. Thanks for being my imaginary favorite older cousins or siblings. You've both taught me more than you can imagine. So give yourselves a pat on the back. You deserve it. Oh, that's so sweet. Wow, man. Anyway, allow me to exit myself. Thank you for reading. Thank you for all that you do. And Nikki, let's share some music playlists. And Steve, keep on killing the crypto game. I believe in you. Thank you both. Heart emoji, Jackson. Thank oh you, God. Jackson. So sweet, Appreciate Jackson. Jackson and Jensen. Awesome. Been watching from the beginning. Crazy. Craziness. I am killing so the nice. crypto game. There, huh? wasn't, there wasn't a question in there. It was literally <laughs> just all compliments. Yeah. It's so sweet. I guess so. Thank you for listening. And I know I didn't read this beforehand to just <clears> like... <throat> toot my own horn or anything i think no. like, i really just thought there was a comp there was a question coming on very true that was so sweet um all right this is this next question is titled my relationship is on the line all caps okay dear crypto king and icebreaker thank you for addressing me by my title it's an absurd title i have finally caught up with the podcast Thank you. Wow. If you don't remember me, I was the janitor who was binge listening, who submitted a question about I his stalker you. ex. I already remember you. If you don't remember that, that's cool. I'm not hurt. Cry emoji. I already remember you. Of course I do. <laughs> Loving the podcast very much. It's almost as fun as Big Mood. Shout out. <laughs> I, uh, you know what's funny is I often think of you when I'm thinking of episodes of the show. I'm like, what would our bud who's a janitor mm. think about this while they're working? You know what I mean? Like, is this interesting while they're working? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah. And this podcast has been the one thing I look forward to when driving to work. Anyways, let's get into details. I'm in a pretty new relationship, going smooth so far, up until a few nights ago. Uh-oh. I'm a very petty person and have a hard time letting things go. Stubborn Same. isn't close to describing me. I'm a Capricorn, if that says anything. Yep. I'm a Virgo. Enough I don't said. Even, I th- I'm the same though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're a Capricorn rising or some shit. Sure. Uh, my girlfriend was gaming with a co-worker of hers one night for an hour. She knows I get off work at a certain time every night, and yet she decided she was going to game and leave me waiting to talk to her. We always FaceTime when I get off work. It's basically routine, and I didn't like that I had to wait for her to get off her game to talk to her. It was midnight at this point, and I was too tired to speak by this time. A day passed, and I'm still a little bitter, but I haven't... I have yet to bring it up. Instead, I would take time responding, small talk, seem a little uninterested in conversation, and not use emojis. Emojis have a large play in showing energy and feelings in text. She'd say, <laughs> I love you with a heart emoji, and I'd just say, I love you too, minus the heart emoji. Petty. Ooh. Revenge. When she figured out I was acting weird, I admitted being bitter because of her wanting to game with her friend instead of talking to me. You couldn't wait to talk about it too. I know yeah. you're petty fuck. <laughs> After that, you wanted her to notice first That's that right. you were being petty. That's right. <laughs> After that, she made it clear she was hurt by me being petty. Also made it clear she'd break up with me if I didn't get my act together because she doesn't want to be with someone who would intentionally hurt her emotionally. That's very fair. I, I get what she means by that, but my ego was too drastic. big. Mm, okay. She's sending boundaries. Okay. I actually like that, but right. I'll talk about why later. Yeah, please. Um, I get what she means by that, but my ego was too big to let this all go because I wanted to satisfy my ego. In the song, When I'm Gone by Eminem, oh, you know the way to my heart. The verse... When they know that you're there, they're your heart, and you know you were their armor, and you will do- destroy anyone who would try to harm her. I thought I'd lived by that verse. Eminem was my childhood. And I told myself to protect my girlfriend because she's too kind to me. But here I am hurting her emotionally. My question is how the hell do I learn to put my ego aside? How to swallow my pride? Okay, you got to just trust your person. That is very big of you to be that self-aware. It really is. First you're, of you're all, you're a very intelligent person. I really love that you're aware mm. enough to even think about that and yeah. to write that question. Very emotionally intelligent and very 
you know, you take responsibility and accountability for your shit. And to quote Eminem on top of that in the perfect way, because that line, that line is perfect. It wasn't perfect, but everything up to that was really nice. It was perfect. Point being, um, yeah, you just got to trust your person, man. Your, your, your person is, is, is your person. Here's the thing. So it's not unvalid for you to feel that way. Yeah. For you to feel hurt after you got off work, you're like, what the heck? That my girl is choosing this guy over me. What what the fuck? Uh, we always do this. She didn't even tell me. Totally understandable. What wasn't okay is letting it ride for a day and just being very passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I like that she told him that she was hurt because of it uh-huh. and that that was kind of a deal breaker. Because honestly, it is. That's how resentment builds up in it's relationships. True. And that's how like... Uh, something that could have been such a good thing just can never work out in the end because there's so much years of that happening and then emotions getting pent up and then all of a sudden you're just at war with each other all the time and so i'm really glad that she put a stop to that right away i think that maybe you needed more explanation for it um it was also a wonder no i know no no i'm I'm saying like for her defense well she's not it was a wonder she's not threatening yeah she's not threatening to break up with him now no no i'm saying like like the infraction was a one-time thing sounds like they talk every night and this was like one time where she's like i'm not available this is a wonder and then you know he's kind of freaking out a little too much about it it reminds me though of like in the beginning where we actually had um i forget what we fought about like i don't fucking remember we used to fight about stupid shit but you would never say sorry, like when you hurt me. You too, pal. No, I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's I'm just not fucking, true I'm just at being all. An I'm sorry. Yeah, like no, you don't remember this conversation because you thought that I do that, remember. You're, I do. I you do. thought that that insinuated you were wrong. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. And I tr- had to explain to you that, like, no, you're saying sorry because you hurt me. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I, you obviously didn't want to hurt me, but you still hurt me. Yeah. And so saying I'm sorry doesn't mean. I'm wrong and I'm changing my opinion or yeah. whatever. It just means like that you're sorry that that you hurt me. And, and I didn't know that I could say I'm sorry while still saying I'm right. And yeah. now I know that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, so I think it was about um, like the fucking pans. You probably. And, and I was mad because he freaking would scratch up all of my non-stick pans like you know the teflon he'd scratch it up because yeah. he cut with his knife and fucking fork in it and i was getting so frustrated like to tears because i'm trash you know i bought like three pans already and i we've had this discussion before and in his he kept being like it's just fucking pans i think that's a but good it point was the, the principle was that's, that yeah i you're disrespecting items that i bought and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's ten dollars or fifteen hundred dollars you're ruining something that I bought that I care about and it hurt my feelings. And, and then that like he admitted like that, you know, was like, okay, like I understand like it hurts you and I won't do in the future, but you wouldn't say sorry. And I was still really hurt. There was no healing involved. But anyway, this was just one thing where I was like, if this relationship was to work out for a long period of time, there would need to be a little bit of, I'm sorry. Like when feelings get really hurt and I always said sorry when I hurt his feelings, even if I didn't think I should have, I did anything wrong, but. It, it wasn't you though. Yeah. I was just overcompensating from a previous relationship where I said sorry too much and yeah. it got me walked on. Yeah. And so I was trying to set those boundaries early on where I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting walked on actually, motherfucker. And it's just pants. So you I think it's I mean? important. So, yeah. So, so it was just, it was so that for I think me? it's just important to address it, like yeah. to have that communication and involved. And talk about it like it's, that. It's like a, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a language that you guys are creating. Yeah. Like, 
to each other where you can communicate more effectively. So maybe uh, our janitor friend here had a relationship where a girl was cheating on him and like they, she was constantly picking, hanging out with other guys over him. Or maybe she didn't even cheat, but she was just constantly not prioritizing yeah. it. And so instead of confronting the issue you're just being passive aggressive about it yeah. or i don't even know if that's your story but whatever it is like it's always better to just say hey i'm kind of bothered by this let's talk about it you know well, i also do let me give you one of the best pieces of advice you'll ever fucking hear about relationships okay if you can be not a point of stress for your partner but actually a point of safety for your partner and relief for your partner like trust me you will you will have such a better time. Yeah. Like, how many times? I mean, dude, even doing this podcast or anything that me and Nikki do together, she'll come up to me and she's like, "Man, I we have to do this, but I have to do this tonight." And and my immediate instinct, like my well, tip of my tongue is like, "Well, let's just who, who gives a shit?" But right, but then but then my um my having your back part of me comes through and t and speaks instead, and it's like. Let's make this work for what you need, mm -hmm. right? Let's let's figure out how to make this easy for you. Yeah, it's never like you're gonna come to me. It's gonna be stressful because I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, Nikki, we're doing this shit. What the fuck has that ever happened? No, never one time. No, probably not once, right? Because I try to be um, a point of de-stressing your life and not adding into the pile. Yeah, everyone already has enough of that. Your person should not be adding to your pile. Your person should be trying to help you take the load off. Yeah. And so wherever I can, if I can, I try to help take the load off. And so if you can not be that person to your person, mm -hmm. like your person went over and you know now you're putting it in her head where if this happens again, she's got to stress about talking to you. And that's why I like that she drew the line, that she, she did good. set the boundary. I think she did really good. And like she was very clear, like this is, I don't like passive aggressive behavior. Yeah. This isn't okay. And because you're a petty person, you're like, well, this is how I am. Um, but you're very emotionally intelligent, so you'd be fine. Yeah, you are. But you have to just say that that's how you are. Let her know that that's how you are. Or that sometimes that happens and you're going to try to get better you're at it. you get better at it. Yeah, you want to yeah. work on that. That you might not be perfect right away. Please yeah. don't break up with me if I do it again. You know, like, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, like, help me work on this. Yeah. I'm going to do it again, I'm sure. But, but do you want to be the guy who's calling your chick at midnight 05 and going like, we were supposed to be on a thing an hour ago. I just, mm. I don't ever want to be that guy. No, right? especially if she's having fun. Like, yeah, she's, she's having gaming, a blast. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be in a stress pile. I'm, I'm trying to de-stress your life. Yeah. So if you can do that wherever you can do that, I promise you, your person will be thankful that they're with you because we're around a lot of people, a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know too many who have that uh, going on where it's like, I take from them like the stress yeah. instead it's more I add to their stress yeah and that's all I fucking hear about when mm -hmm. it comes to other couples and that's why me and Nikki have no resentment towards each other if anything she makes my life better I make her life better yeah and if anything has bothered any, either of us we say it right away immediately like so that we can work out a solution where that's not the case and there's still like a, a really solid foundation of trust there like but there's for, so much trust there for example like if it was a trust issue that you were like oh does she like this guy that she's gaming with you could say just bring it up not in an accusatory way but just say like hey you know um, I really thought I was looking forward to talking to you on FaceTime and that's what we do every day and it threw me off that uh, we didn't do that and well so put. in the future if you're going to be gaming or whatever like with somebody 
um, just let me know that like, so it's not something I look forward to and then kind of get sad about, you know, like just let me know ahead of time and that way I can plan the rest of my night accordingly. And what she just said is basically how she talked to me about my old late night writing sessions where I would go into a hole with my buddy and we would be writing and I would lose track of time and I wouldn't even call her mm-hmm. to say good night sometimes. Yeah, and especially if he was like, hey, we'll hang out when I come back from writing tonight. Exactly. And then he just never comes never home. Never come home. Uh, I would get really upset. <laughs> and then, so it was just totally a communication thing. Yeah, but instead of, you know, and I think you know this already, but instead of being passive aggressive for the next three days, I told him right away, like, mm-hmm. hey, it's just really a bummer because, like, you, we usually do this or you said that you were going to do this and then, like, you didn't even tell me. And I'm not trying to stop you from writing. Yeah. But I just would like to know because I just, you know, I thought we were hanging out and made me look forward to something that wasn't going to happen. And so for you, you know, whatever the issue is, yeah, it's just nipping into the bud right away, I think, is the always the best. And it also will make her respect you more. Yes. And when she has something that, wrong, she'll tell you the same thing. Like she'll she'll confront you right away. And you guys will never have to worry about something being held over your head that you didn't even know was being Absolutely. held over your head. But always ask yourself, am I a stress adder or am I a de-stressor? And what can I do in this moment to try to be more of a de-stressor than a stress adder? Yeah. Right? And I'm not talking about burying your emotions. I'm just talking about like, you know, trying to be cognizant of that. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Word. Word. And that's it. Okay. That's the whole fucking show. That's the whole show. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, that's the whole fucking show. We have more we have more like a few more questions but we are at the end of the show so we all have to get to them next time again if you have a question you can ask us anything brian great job with the freaking writing there you can ask us anything podcast at nikki.limo n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o like a limousine is his name brian i thought you called him brian i thought i called him brett i always fuck up his name Hope he's not listening. I'm so I don't think he listens this Mark, far. Cut that out. I don't think he listens this far. I think we're no, Yeah. Yeah. He just does the writing. He's like, oh, I yeah. heard my bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He listens for his bits. Mark, just make sure Brett. Yeah, make sure Brett. 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 Brennan. Brendan. Brendan. I think it's Brennan. Okay. Make sure he doesn't hear it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. He's your intern. Just fire him, Mark. Just fire him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want confrontation. We just no, want to no, let no. him go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we love you guys. Be like Jansen. Tell your friends about the podcast. Yes, please. We love you. Also, w- patreon.com slash sticky. S-T-I-K-K-I. Steve Descriptor Corner every single week. We do live I shows. I do three to four hours sometimes. It's pretty wild. We do a live stream together once a month. We do extra episodes of Shit They Don't Tell You. There's a whole Discord community that's amazing. You'll have a lot of fun there, so check it and out. if you're like, hey, where, how do I get to Crypto Corner? Look, no, it's in the Patreon. You'll find it, right? I do it every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Why would you say Easter? I don't know. I just so it popped in my head. But seven seven p.m. every Tuesday night. Yeah. So you'll just see it linked in the Patreon. Stop farting around each other, please. Good night. Good night. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. 
it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.